Cynics on Disney podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney podcast, presented by Nightclub33.com. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. And I'm Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic. And today we are going to discuss a night of romance, a night of nautical themes and steak and wine. But first. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus what? I, I cannot wait to hear what the topic du jour is. Well, I mean, you know, as of today's date, which is uh, the release date, anyway, is going to be Monday, February 28th. First of all, happy birthday to my little brother, Colin. Uh, Yeah. uh, Wait, here we go. Yes, he gets his own, uh, well, I guess children screaming. That's weird. Um, I, I really got to find a different cheering uh, audience for for this soundboard. But anyway, um, February twenty eighth uh, also marks the day before the Star Star Wars Star Tours Gala- Star- Galactic Star Cruiser. Halcyon, (laughs) hibernation, something or other, officially opens at Walt Disney World uh, Resort. Yes, and as of the day that we're recording this, which is February 24th, there is a press preview happening. Yes, an an embargo that uh, on releasing all the information until, well, tomorrow but you know editing being what it is um you know we're, we're gonna take some wild stabs at things um we're, we're, we're gonna have just a quick ish because you know us we go on forever uh discussion on uh on our thoughts on this thing i'm pretty sure you already know mine but you know what we haven't really asked amanda what her thoughts are on this so um amanda before we get into our night of romance and everything like that, first, please tell me what your thoughts on the um, galactic something or other, whatever the fuck this thing is going to be called. <laughs> so, in theory, I think it's a cool idea. Um, I know that my brother is definitely one of the fans that they are you know targeting with this <laughs> um well like well he's the type of fan they're targeting he just yes, doesn't have the, the money the, for it right i was about to say and that, that's not a slight no toward, towards him no they're, they're targeting money for <laughs> right they're targeting the millionaire with and and you know what not all of us are millionaires Right. Uh, so, you know, that it's not a slight or anything like that. It is literally just saying, unless you have a, a billion dollars just, like, hanging out the back of your wallet, um, like, Disney doesn't seem to care. Right. And, like I said, in theory, this sounds like a really cool idea. I'm not sure how it's going to 
be in actual execution. Um, I the price point I don't like. I mean, because again, you're pricing out a majority of the fan base from it. Not just um, the majority. I, I, I would say um, a, a an overwhelming majority. Okay. Um, like, yeah. Like I, I, I'm saying, eighty five percent. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, but again, so an overwhelming majority of the fans are being priced out of this. And after seeing the videos that Disney released, like the welcome video and all, and God, the low quality of that. Um, wait, are you referring to? The one the where she had to use her own phone, yeah. Oh no, I'm refer- I'm asking, are you referring to the first welcome video? Yeah, they had some no name guy who walked around and 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 it looked like a terrible, terrible version of like the DVDs that used to get sent out. I'm talking about both of them, yeah. Oh yeah, because listen, Blue Lady with the iPhone, I feel bad for her, sort of. I also memed her, but you know, <laughs> you did. I did. But, you know, it just, like, none of that overwhelmed, you know, like, I just, I was very underwhelmed by it, and it didn't get me excited, and, you know, judging from the amount of cancellations that Disney apparently had because after those were released, a lot of other people were underwhelmed, too. <laughs> so, alright, just so that the audience kind of has a better grasp on this. They all should at least know by now. I could be a Star Wars fan in theory if it wouldn't suck. Um, what JJ screwed that shit up? Ugh, made it so bad. Um, but I don't think they really like understand if like it, are are you a fan of Star Wars? Like, let's start there. Let me interview you here. Let me, let me okay. try to do this. First and foremost, are you a Star Wars fan? Um, yeah. Not like super hardcore Star Wars, but okay. I know enough. You know enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> Much to my brother's dismay, I'm not super hardcore Star Wars fan. Yeah, he tries. He, and it was not for his lack of trying either. And yet, here you are marrying the the guy who watches Star Trek constantly. I mean, you're also um, a Florida fan, so I just went against every expectation that my family had. So Yeah, I'm a Yankee too, sort of. Yep. Totally went against every expectation. I mean, what the hell were you doing marrying me? <laughs> you know what? Legitimately, second question. What the hell were you doing marrying me? You know, everybody asks me that. Wow. Yeah, I get it. I get. It. I understand why. I don't mean like just like my family. No, I, I mean, know. Steve I know has asked people. me. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a special you. person to to get me, uh, and even our you know our producer slash overlord doesn't even understand me all the time. So, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll 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 get off of me for just a second here, and let's let's go back to to Star Wars. Um, this whole thing is supposed to be a, a, uh, immersive experience that I kind of define as, um, 
LARPing on a cruise. Yes. That goes nowhere. Yes. Would you say that that is also your assessment? Tell me where I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know that I'm right. So good for me. I hate telling you that you're not wrong. No, no. You said it wrong. It's that I'm right. But continue. Please. This is why I hate telling you that you're not wrong. It's okay. You can say that I'm uh-uh. right. I'm not saying. You don't say it to me. Yeah, that's in real life. This is a podcast. Come on. I'm not saying it. All right, fine. Um, what, if anything, dr- you know, draws you to this Star Wars stuff or to the, the to the Star Wars hotel? What, like... Is there anything out there that that would make you go? You know what? Yeah, let's let's spend a few grand and for a couple nights. I'm not uh, sure if there's list. anything that would make me spend the amount of money. Um, but I mean, again, like I said, I think in theory the concept is cool. I like the um, the you know the interactive aspect of it, and you know, but. I just, I just, I don't think I could justify spending the amount of money. Is there a subject that you could justify spending that much money an on, on a on an cruise? No, no, no. I, I didn't say that. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, uh, no. I'm, I mean, like, is there a intellectual property? Is there a movie franchise? Is there a I, just anything along those lines? Um, the in, in terms of entertainment that uh, Disney could throw at you. And it doesn't have to even be Disney's um, own intellectual property. Yeah. You throw, you throw something like that related to the Avengers. Heck yeah. So an Avengers cruise for lack of a better phrase. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I'd be like all on board with of the that. Galaxy. Oh uh, yeah. You know, type type deal or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, I'd be all about that, okay, especially well, if it was Guardians, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that would be cool. But that um, would make you spend five grand. Would I get to see and hang out with Baby Groot? You yeah. already have. Okay, could I spend more time with Baby Groot? <laughs> you know, you have the opportunity <laughs> to purchase your own. Okay. And you you know, vetoed that, by the way. I did not. Oh, lies. I had one, and you kind of made kept making snide remarks about it. Yeah, because I thought it was stupid. That doesn't mean I vetoed it. Fine. You so, you know what? You know, I'm going to tell the whole full story. This was on the honeymoon, okay? This was on the honeymoon. Where did we go on our honeymoon? Of course, we went to Disney World. Disney Shocker. World. Shocker. And uh, it uh, just so happened. I, 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 I'm telling the story this time. You always tell down. No, yeah, I know I do because, you know, you're a terrible storyteller and you oh. leave important details. So we had literally just gone to see um, inside of, um, I, I guess, one, uh, one Man's Dream um, where – you know, a terrible, terrible Chris Pratt impersonator. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he was, was just awful. He was. He was. Chris Pratt is like six foot four. This guy was like five foot two. Uh, oh no, you know, he was taller than that because he was taller than me. Not by much. 
if that. I mean, like, seriously. Also, I don't... There was, like, n- not even remotely close to looking like. Right. That's my point. It, he looked nothing like the uh, like Chris Pratt. Um, it, but also, in addition to uh, this terrible Chris Pratt impersonator, was a robotic puppeteered baby group. That's all I cared about. And you got your photos with it. And you got to hug it and touch it. And you got to sort of touch not uh, Andy from uh, Parks and Recreation. Who I cared, I could have cared less about. Exactly. <laughs> and listen, after all that, after all that, after all the standing in line, for because uh, we waited like 20, 30 minutes for this shit, too. Mm-hmm. It was all to see a, a puppet, mm-hmm. basically. Oh, yeah. Well, she, we get out of line, and of course, what do they have for sex? Because Disney's not stupid. They're not. No, what they have for sale is a little baby group. It's 35 bucks. And of course, they have a thing where you don't have to carry it around all day. No, in fact, those, they'll, uh, they'll hold it for you at the front of the park. Yeah. That way you can enjoy all the rides and not mess up the, the packaging. It's great. It's fantastic. Well... Yes, of course I said something. One thing. Like, ugh, is this really like the best of purchases? I mean, like it's you know something along those lines. Did it was that what what did I say in particular? I'll I'll, I'll I don't see remember exactly what you said, but it was yeah. probably a remark like that. Yeah, I mean, like because I feel I kind of feel like there was other things out there that could have been purchased for thirty five dollars other than a toy. I guess. I don't know. That was just me. Welcome to the start of our marriage. However, now I'm not going to care. So Yeah, well, there you go. Also, uh, the, yeah, as evidenced by the, the wall of a thousand fucking ears that, that's sitting behind you. Um, but anyway, um, you know, so not for nothing. She loves herself some some, some baby. And now I can totally understand. I can totally see you wanting to to do that kind of quote unquote cruise. And perhaps at that point, they may actually end up doing that a couple of times. Oh yeah, Th- would, that's my I guess. Totally do something like that if it were Marvel themed. And I think it also helps. I mean, I know enough about Star Wars, but I mean, you know, they go like deep into like Star Wars lore that I am not familiar with. But yep. I'm very familiar with Marvel. And I think that's another thing that would play into that is the fact that I'm more familiar with that franchise than I am with Star Wars. Yeah, I'd, I'd say we both are, are more versed in um, at least a movie, you know, the cinematic universe. I mean, I've even done, I haven't read the comics, but I've done research on, because I I want to know backstories of the characters. And also, I like, I've done... I've done research. So for me, the like, I don't see any reason to spend this much money, except for one thing. Okay. Um, it can be Star Wars. That's fine. I have I have no problem with it. In fact, um, it can be exactly what this is. Um, but Disney will not uh, tell me what I can and cannot wear on this cruise. That's for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to dress in full Starfleet regalia. 
I absolutely would. I would dress up as Captain Kirk. I would keep making jokes about how I got got the wrong email or I got the wrong boarding pass. Something along those lines. But I would be doing it just to troll the living bejesus out of the Star Wars fans. And this that is to why me would we're not doing this, or at least I'm not doing this with you. That would be worth every penny to me oh. to, to troll every single one of these people. And Jeez. and just to give them the Vulcan salute. Because uh, that's basically like giving them the finger. It's kind of like how when cast members say, have a magical day in that tone. We all know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. We know. It's exactly why I end the show the way that I do. Because um, I've been told that eh, a couple times. Two or three. Anyway. Uh, but yes, that's that's why I would be flashing that Vulcan salute. Uh, actually, if they did a Star Trek one, it would make way more sense because then you could say it was a Starfleet Academy training cruise or what have you. It would make more sense if they if you were joining the Rebel Alliance and this was your training cruise as well because I would presume that anybody who wants to be a Rebel or a Resistance fighter or what have you would have to have some modicum of training, although apparently not. Apparently, you can just be like from some you know desert world and just jump right in. <laughs> Doesn't matter uh, what what time of uh, uh, time it is a long time ago, far, far away, and all that stuff. So long as you're from a desert planet, you have that opportunity to become a leader. That's what I gather. <laughs> um, I think that this is uh financially stupid for 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 Disney. I think they've invested a hell of a lot of money in something that's just never going to return its investment. Yeah. Uh, I think the only way that they can do it is to charge super high prices if they're looking to do that, or or they could charge super low prices and you know actually fill the thing. You know, like I said, I, I think this would be a a great price point for a fifteen hundred dollar experience for two nights. Yeah, um, but it's not not unless you are part of a family of four. Right, because that's that's about where the price point is. If if you divide up a one of the four person cabins, and I just there's nothing on their itinerary which includes like lightsaber training, which includes bridge uh, battle training, and you, you get to play like fake poker from Star Wars universe um, for like three hands or something like that. I don't I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's that many. Like, the, it's a lot of scheduled fun, and I don't like scheduled and itinerized fun. Kind of like being able to do kind of whatever I want. Yeah. And I, Disney seems to really, really, really think that the the key to having fun is to be on like a time frame. Is that weird? To you? It is. It is. I mean, when. I was growing up and we were doing vacations like we we did that. We made the schedules and I know that your family did too. But that's because, you know, we lived in Georgia and, you know, for us it was once a year, once every two years. Sure. You know, so we needed to make the most of it. But after, you know, coming down and doing the college program and, you know, being at the parks all the time, I don't need to schedule an- anything. Even like the trips that we took together before we right. moved down here, 
we didn't schedule things because we had both been coming here so much that we didn't sure. need and, to. And this, obviously, we are uh, you know very lucky and very blessed in that in that sense. So we've had that opportunity to come down as many times as we had, both separately and together. Uh, yeah. So you know, there's the shout out to the folks that don't have that opportunity. Uh, you know, you'll get there one day. But I'm just saying, though, the you know, you are correct in the sense that we. We've been enough times that we've done everything that we want to do, uh, and we've done it twelve times. Yeah, and at least, yeah, and and so you're you're right that you know if we miss something, oh well, we can get it. And um, you know now being locals, we definitely don't need to schedule. Things. Oh God, no, no. I mean, cause we can just roll out of bed on right. some days, and you know, not all days, uh, especially coming up here apparently because spring break is putting all, all that stuff to the test um and and head to a park if we if we're really wanting to um so it doesn't feel quote-unquote as special at least walking in the gates uh, of a park certainly there are plenty of experiences that are still special and i am going to use that as a transition <laughs> It's a nice transition there. Yes, it is. First thing to first to to before we use that as the transition, and that damn it, that's a good. You know what? I ruined it. I did. Amanda. <laughs> yes. On a scale of one to five wars, how excited are you at the prospect of the of the this Star Wars hotel? Two. Is there anything that that Disney could release, or that you could find out in the coming days, the, after all the media stuff hits, that would increase your excitement level, and or know. convince you to to want to pay for this? I don't know. I, I am looking forward to hearing what um, what all of the people who were involved in the media. Um, preview has to say um about it but i don't know i don't know a lot of i mean part of this is the fact that i am not familiar especially with like the lore that is beyond the movies and that's what a lot of galaxy's edge is yeah you know that squid billy guy from uh, from the the Iron Eagle ride, sure. You know the guy that talks to you and is judging you yes. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That guy apparently is like super like big of a character in one of those animated Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, and movies. I've I haven't seen the animated stuff. I've uh, not a single moment of it outside of a preview. Uh, you know, have I seen? I've you've been watching the book of Boba Fett, but I've caught a couple of episodes. Same. With the Mandalorian, I have kind of an idea of what's going on in the Mandalorian, but I haven't seen every episode. Um, I tried. Yeah, I know you did, but you also have a habit of continuing to watch without me. I went me. back for you. <laughs> Thank you. This is this is the second biggest fight in our, our marriage, believe it or not. Uh, is once we're both into a TV show, she falls asleep at nine thirty, and then expects me to just like not continue on watching and i'm sorry you're right i do I, i'm sorry no no absolutely not uh you have not... a, a 
you know, just a myriad of other shows. Yes, but the one that I'm watching has the next episode available. So I'm going to continue watching. Thanks for asking, Netflix. Thanks for asking. Anyway. So there's really no... I don't know. I mean, I really don't know if they could. I mean, like I said, I'm... You know, I'm definitely going to keep an open mind when when hearing what these what everybody has to say in the next couple of days. But again, with me just not being familiar with that part of the universe, it's that's a lot of what doesn't you know that's a lot of why it hasn't really appealed to me so much. So I can tell you that I am like zero out of five excited for this hotel. Um, most of the time I, I would say that, yeah, I'm always excited when there's a new hotel at Disney. I love the hotels, love them. Uh, and you, you know what? The idea uh, of a star Wars hotel would have super appealed to me probably a decade ago, actually. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, that sounds cool. And the reason is because they didn't release the trilogy, the new trilogy by right. a, a decade ago. Um, I, I, feel like Disney, in particular with Galaxy's Edge and all of their marketing and all of their, every everything that they've been doing ever since they purchased Lucasfilm uh, has been to just kind of ignore the the first six movies that, that came. And I'm sorry, everybody became a Star Wars fan because they watched, I guess, technically four, five, and six. Yeah. It wasn't. Nobody was watching the Phantom Menace and going, "God, I can't wait for Episode 2. No one, not right. not a single person. <laughs> I mean, nobody was begging for more senatorial politics, uh, and you know, worrying about like you know, oh, the fate of the Naboo royalty. Bullshit. That that was the most boring movie that led to the greatest song and greatest lightsaber battle ever. But still, it was just terrible terrible in terms of a movie it was two and a half hours of <laughs> what? that's that's me watching the Phantom Menace. uh literally because like a couple uh, months ago we watched all the star wars movies over one weekend and i fell asleep in the middle of phantom menace only yes. to wake up to that lightsaber battle yes. um if you if they would embrace a new hope empire strikes back and return to the jedi if they yeah. would, if they would harken back to those days of that that franchise, and give me an experience like I was in the, the I mean, hell, they CGI'd uh, Luke Skywalker for the Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian. Spoiler. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> that's on them if they don't know. That's all as as far as I'm concerned. So it's not like it can't be done. To, right. to bring you back back into the, the olden days. Or just hire Sebastian Stan to be Luke Skywalker, apparently. Because that's what everybody else keeps thinking is going to happen. So, to me... I'd be okay I, with that, too. Yeah, I bet you would. I would rather live out that era of Star Wars. I would rather have Darth Vader than, you know, teenage angsty, you know, Kylo Ren. Yes. And his ability to take off his mask. No, nah, give me this. Really. Right. Yeah, give me that. That—that's what I'm looking for out of my Star Wars experience. 
you know, maybe with a little bit of, you know, <laughs> peppered in, but just peppered in. Not unlike a perfectly seasoned steak. Oh, God. Which, let's use that as the transition. There you go. Boom. Nailed it. Amanda, we yes. had a wonderful, wonderful meal over at the Yachtsman Steakhouse. We did have a wonderful meal at Yachtsman. And, and I feel like we're already spoiling our review to a degree by starting off that way. I mean, I think we spoiled it last week. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> might have spoiled it on the Notcast a time or two, whatever. Uh, and this is not the first time we've talked about Yachtsman on the podcast either. I, I suppose, but it's the first official review. So... Amanda, do you happen to have any bit of history on the Osmond Steakhouse? Um, I have a little bit. Um, okay. I'm not going to get. I mean, we we covered Yacht and Beach Club, um, you know, a few months ago, so I'm not going to get into the whole history. Yachtsman Steakhouse is at the Yacht Club Resort. Shocking. Opened. Um, I couldn't find an opening date, so I'm assuming it opened when the rest when the resort did, which was November 5th of 1990. Um. This is a nautical-themed restaurant. Also, I didn't realize it because, you know, you can't really see the entire restaurant from, you know, any one point. Sure. Apparently, the restaurant is actually shaped like a ship. So, there you go. Um, Which I thought was pretty cool. Um, And it is very, very nautical-themed. Lots of wood, lots of, like, the dark blues and reds. Um, definitely what I want the house to look like. Yes, definitely your style of coastal decor. A little mm-hmm. dark for my taste, but um, they have an open kitchen. This is a restaurant that is only open for dinner. Um, so you're not going to get a lunch or a breakfast reservation. They are strictly dinner. Um, they do. It is considered signature dining. So there is quote unquote a dress code. I don't think it's too strictly enforced, um, but they just, you know, basically it's don't wear your bathing suit. <clears throat> Whoops. Um, I didn't do it this time, but I did do it the first time. <laughs> like I said, it's not strictly enforced. Um, also, really cool fact here in Orlando, um, we have the Orlando magazine and every year they do like a best of, you know, for the food. Um, for restaurants and stuff in the in in and around Orlando and the surrounding counties, and for 2021, Yachtsman was in the top three best steakhouses for the Reader's Choice section. So yeah, and with good reason, with um, very very good reason. So, so this- that does it tell you locals here because this is all like locals, you know, voting on this. Locals love Yachtsman, mm-hmm. and you should too. Um, yeah. If I'm being honest, um, let's let's go ahead and start off with our um, initial experience uh, there uh, a couple of weeks ago. First, you know, checking in was pretty easy. They had our yeah. reservation and everything like that. We did the uh, mobile check in. So yeah, uh, so that was nice. Um, our server, his name was Ricardo. He was fantastic. fantastic. He he was great about recommending uh, not everything. Um, he was. So, you know, he, um, I was all immediately torn between the filet mignon and the New York strip, made that decision very easy for me by recommending the New York strip. Um, 
the with with it, of course, uh, because I am the way that I am. I had French fries with it. Um, Amanda, what did you uh, have to eat? I got the filet mignon, and I got the um, mashed potatoes. It wasn't one of those like you know, potatoes gratin or whatever they call it, like where it's like fancy mashed potatoes. No. Oh, it okay. Just, just mashed potatoes. potatoes. Okay. Just mashed potatoes. Um, I had, so I had steak and potatoes. I also had a glass of uh, red wine uh, to accompany my meal. Um, I had a glass of Moscato. Which, with, paired with the filet mignon, I don't like it. It was actually really good. I don't like red wine. I know, but it just doesn't it doesn't translate for me. I don't understand it, but that's okay. Uh, I'm, you don't I'm need to understand it. I'm not judging so so much as I am lamenting. How's that? I mean, I don't understand how you eat pork, but, you know. Because it's delicious? Well, you know what? My Moscato was delicious with my filet mignon. <laughs> okay. I guess. Um, I like what I like, okay? It doesn't matter. Like It, you know, it does matter. <laughs> like, there's accepted norms here. That's all I'm saying. And you are violating them, like, hardcore with that, well, with that parent. That's all I'm saying. You all can That's suck it. Yeah, well, okay. Later. Um, so, I, I will say that because it was Valentine's Day weekend, it was a little bit more crowded than the first time that we ate there. Uh, and so, as a result, service was a little on the slower side. That doesn't mean that Ricardo, our server, w- was doing a poor job. In fact, he checked on us left and right. He wanted to make sure that we were doing well, made sure we had enough garlic bread, or, well, mm-hmm. not garlic bread, but garlic butter, uh, and uh, onion bread, and uh, whole wheat, something. So, um, the bread service yeah. for this, um, it's, and of course, they don't have that listed on their menu. It was some sort of multigrain. It was um, a multigrain cranberry bread, and then an onion. Yeah, an onion roll. Uh, and... You know, and it was served with a, a garlic uh, butter uh, that was absolutely and, delicious. Well, it was served with a with butter on one plate and roasted garlic on another that you took and made into garlic butter. Whatever, it's not important. Um, <laughs> it's it's not it's not important. I mean, I just um, don't want people to like listen to this, go on our recommendation, and then realize it's not garlic butter, but two separate. Whatever. It's funny. Mix it up, guys. Mix it up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, when the meal did come, it, was, it wasn't like it was sitting in the window right. uh, for, for 10 minutes. It, it, it was literally, you know, hot off the grill. Um, you know, so everything was cooked to perfection. I mean, oh, medium God, yes. rare. Uh, and it was just like the perfect amount of crunchy seasoning on the outside, mm-hmm. but the perfect temperature inside and the perfect look on the inside. This thing could not have been more pink if it was at Barbie's Playhouse. That's how, <laughs> that is how, uh, well, they cook, well, well, how professionally, I should say, they cooked that steak. Um, yeah. Amanda, how about you? What, what was oh, your. My um, filet was absolutely delicious. It was cooked perfectly. I went medium. Um, just God, delicious. It's really tough to find some some bad things here. 
The only bad thing that, that like I said, that uh, that I could find with this w- one meal was that service was extended. It wasn't bad. It was just extended because the, the kitchen was bad. Yeah, we were there for, um, I think we sat there for longer than we did the first time we ate there. Yeah. But you know what? I don't, we didn't mind either. Like it was, yeah. weren't, it's not like we were rushing anywhere. No. Um, it was nice to just kind of sit and be able to to take our time and really enjoy, you know, having conversation with each other and then enjoy the food when it did come. And, and I enjoyed every single last bite. Oh, oh me too. Uh, no, you didn't. You took yours home. No, we took yours home. Oh, that's right. I, I'm I, like, I enjoyed like, every last single bite of mine. Excuse me. There was like four ounces of my steak <laughs> that I could just not fit inside of my stomach. <laughs> Thanks, Boardwalk Pizza. Um, and and so yeah, we did end up taking that that home. I, I ended up having like a glass of scotch for dessert because, you know, I am what I am. Um, nice yeah. uh, glass of Macallan on the rocks. Uh, delicious, as always. You didn't um, have Macallan. Was it Macallan? No, it wasn't Macallan, was it? No, it was. They didn't oh, have the yeah. or, uh, Lagavulin flight. Right, uh, okay. Uh, that I was interested in. But um, anyway, that, that was my dessert. There was also a... Uh, presented dessert for us because technically, while we were also celebrating Valentine's Day, we were also celebrating our anniversary, our dating anniversary as yeah. well. Um, that was at the end of January. Yeah, so we got a nice little chocolatey uh, thing from Ricardo. That was wonderful. And then yep. Amanda, you also had a dessert, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I did. I had their creme brulee, which oh, so good, so so good. Um, Callie, if you're listening and you had anything to do with that, oh, it was perfection. It just, God, uh, we've said it. it a couple of times that full disclosure, we do know the dessert chef over here. Um, so I love creme brulee and the, oh dear God, this is just amazing. And it came with, I liked it cause it wasn't just like the standard creme brulee it was, but then it came with, it had blueberries, um, orange and, um, lemon, on, with it um pickled blueberries which i know sounds weird but they were actually really good <laughs> and candied um lemon which is good it sounds um, like the opposite of what you should be doing with those it, it does be like i blue- said blueberries it and, sounds and weird blueberry. it sounds weird when you say pickled blueberries but they were really good and they complemented that creme brulee very well <sighs> overall uh, on the evening, uh, I think the bill was somewhere around 160 bucks or something like that. And I ended up leaving a pretty generous tip for uh, Ricardo as well. Um, I think I tipped 45 bucks uh, for, for him because he, he, he really did. He uh, did. An and you could job. tell he was, because he was. <laughs> I would. I looked around at one point, and like he was in like a like doing you know serving tables in like a different section. Mm-hmm. So he was just kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, but he was very very attentive despite that. And, and, and you could tell that he was one of the Disney Pro servers. You know, oh, yeah. they, like, like he made conversation with us. It wasn't just um, you know just you know what you know. Let me take your order. That kind of thing. He 
um, asked where we were from. We said we were local. So, you know, we kind of had a, a small little conversation about, you know, where we live versus where he lives mm-hmm. um, and all of that. So, you know, he wasn't just traffic. He made time for he made time for his tables. Yeah. And, and there there's a mark of a good server. And yes, he, he is definitely one of uh, one of the better ones that I've ever had at Disney. Um, there's a certain level of service that you receive you're supposed to receive anyway when you're having one of those deluxe or um signature experiences and yes and i'm thrilled that at the very least at this level and maybe it's because you know these people are working for tips um that might that might be the driving force uh, behind everything but uh nonetheless you can tell when 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 someone's great at their job and he was fantastic as was everybody who um, who worked the line, who cooked the meal. And, uh, you know, obviously we, we love Callie, so we're certain that all of her desserts were fantastic uh, because she's just such an, uh, an excellent chef when it comes to that. Um, Amanda. Yes. On a scale of one to five yachts, how many men are you giving this restaurant? <laughs> This one gets the full five. Full five. Wow. Full five. So it's perfect. There's not. There's nothing that can be improved upon. Nothing that that you you would want uh, them them to do differently. Nope. Wow, that is high praise. Genuinely this is. is. This is has become one of my favorite restaurants on property. It's definitely the best steakhouse that we've eaten at on property in you my know, opinion we've only eaten at really four and one of them we didn't actually have steak so or at least i did um because I, I, I would say that especially at the time california grill would be considered a, a steakhouse to a degree wouldn't you yeah and but we both had seafood there that the iron, um yeah but you know um, I, I would. I mean, we've also we had steakhouse. We got to go back to California Grill and try steak now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, we've also had Steakhouse Seventy One. Um, we've also had uh, STK. And, you all yeah. should know our feelings on STK. Sure. Um, and then, of course, Yachtsman. So I would agree with you that of the of the four, um, this was the best bang for the buck. Uh, nothing against California Grill. It had a great view, had a wonderful fireworks experience, and yes, everybody should do it uh, once uh, on their Disney vacation, but if you're looking for the best meal for the money, I'm going with the Otsman, and I, too, will be giving this a five out of five. What? Yes. There's nothing that they can improve on in your eyes? I mean, obviously, get my food out to me faster, but I'm not blaming them. It was also Valentine's Day weekend; they were slammed. Yeah, because I get it. I worked a restaurant before, like, the, like I understand how, how shit works, and and so yes, this just happened to be a little bit of a busy evening, but it was still great service. It was still prompt service, even if it took a little bit longer than per, perhaps we might have expected. 
it was wonderful. It was a great uh, dining experience, and uh, I can't recommend this place enough. I don't understand. Uh, and tell uh, tell the audience how many uh, weeks did, uh, out did you book this one? Um, oh, I booked this um, probably back in December, I think November. Okay, so but it wasn't like at the sixty day mark, right? No, I booked it. I basically booked it um, when Callie told us that she was kind of in charge for desserts that weekend. Um, So I was like, oh, well, then we're definitely eating there. Yeah. (laughs) And and so like there wasn't. But no, I don't think I don't think it's not up there with Ohana. It's not up there with uh, Topolino's or California Grill. Or even La Cellier, actually, we have eaten. I honestly another, think we've, we've that, that this one is a bit more underrated. Um, that, that's what I'm getting don't at. Hear, yeah, you, don't, you hear about Ohana. You hear about California Grill. Um, you can never get a, a, a damn walk-up uh, at any no. of those places, let alone uh, a reservation, unless you're up at, like, 5.30 in the morning right. and constantly refreshing. No, it doesn't, like... This is a place that you can still get on the app. This is a place that you can yep. probably get a walk up on day of if, if you're down there. And it is out of this world delicious, guys. Like, I can't okay. recommend this enough. We really can't. So, well, the fact that Bobby just gave this a five out of five, y'all know it's good. And I'm harsh as hell, y'all. I really am <laughs> on, on this stuff. So, uh, yeah, she's right. If I'm giving it a five uh, out of five, and I'm listen, I'm not a slender man. I'm not. I'm very judgy when it comes to food. Oh, this is melt in your mouth delicious. It yeah. truly was. Um, um, like, and I would still- just like to say, going back to the fact that this was mentioned in the top three steakhouses, but Reader's Choice. It for Orlando Magazine. Um, it was the only steakhouse on Disney property in the top three. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a steakhouse of the people. And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you can describe it. It's a steakhouse of the, the people. The only Disney steakhouse that was just put on a, a you know a collared shirt. Don't look like a bum and get, go get yourself a reservation, guys. It is worth it. It, it and like I said, it's so much cheaper than the you know the experiences that you get at California Grill or Ohana or even STK. Like you know the only the only steakhouse that's beat this place with price is um, Steakhouse Seventy One, and yeah. that was not nearly as good of a meal uh, as as this one was. So. I'm telling you, it's it's such a great value, and you know, I I need to stop fawning over this. We need to start. Uh, is really <laughs> what this boils down to. There you go. We've given it our reviews. Five out of five for both. Yep. The man. Yep. Tell me a little bit more about this TikTok goes the clock. Oh God! All right. So we, in case you haven't heard, um, we are on TikTok now. Yay! Yay! Um, we are, you can find us at Cynics on Disney, um, on TikTok right now. I've got like four videos up, but I have plans for many, many more. Um, so be on the lookout. I have some things up my sleeve when it comes to 
I can't believe I, I haven't hijacked this thing and tried to do, you know, a shtick uh, on there yet. That's probably going to come at some point. But it probably will. You know, <laughs> for the most part, I'm letting her have a creative outlet on these things. We do cross-promote this, of course, on uh, Reels on Instagram. Yes, I believe which is that also, you can find us on Instagram at Cynics on Disney as well. There you go. Uh, we can also be found at, on Facebook and Twitter at Cynical Disney. That tends to be where I roam uh in terms of social media but we're also on pinterest and at some point she will find something pinteresting to put up on there i'm sure i'll get to that at some point when i have time there you go look for that in the summer of 2022 y'all um so um this podcast was brought to you of course by notclub33.com make sure that you go check out notclub33.com for all the latest articles uh, that we post, and also make sure that you are checking us out every single Friday on YouTube for the Notcast, where myself, Steve Rhodes, Becky Wells, uh, and Pat Neistat, the four core members over at Not Club Thirty Three, and on occasion Amanda likes to uh, you know get in there uh, and sub out for me every now and then. Um, you know, last couple of weeks here we've done some underrated stuff over at uh, Disney World. Um, we did underrated attractions. We did uh, underrated restaurants uh, as well. Uh, so, you know, believe me, Gotsman Steakhouse, it was brought up uh, <laughs> on the underrated. Uh, so, you know, make sure that you're checking that, those out, guys. We rope drop it every single Friday at 4 p.m. Magic Kingdom time. That is East Coast time for all the California people. So. With regards to this podcast, if you've enjoyed this podcast, if you've enjoyed uh, our opinions, or if you just hate me, one or the other, um, feel free to rate and review us, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, feel free to sound off. It's okay. I take constructive criticism. Um, you know, we want to, to get some more listener feedback from you guys. Um, and so the best way to do that is subscribe great review let us know what uh, what your thoughts are and believe me we'll we'll get out there and uh, we'll, we'll be looking for these reviews um also go, interact with us on social media yeah we like that it come to the notcast uh, uh i'm lurking in the chat room every friday because i'm kind of a narcissist and like to watch myself so you know uh, come to the chat room uh, every Friday at four o'clock, and you got something to say, I'll be there. Feel free to uh, to say something, uh, and I will take take it to heart. I genuinely will, guys. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. We genuinely appreciate it. Make sure, like I said, subscribe, rate, review, follow us on social media. Until next week, thank you all again, and have yourselves a magical, magical fucking day.